Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed him to tigers, they snacking. What's happening? Carol Baskin. Carol fucking Baskin murdered her husband, Tom. She wanted the money. She got the money. She got everything she wanted. Fucking Carol fucking Baskin, bitch. Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed him to tigers, they snacking. What's happening? Carol Baskin. Uh, uh, yo, podcast 126, we gonna break it down like this, like this, I just hit my own ad libs. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back, episode 126, this is the episode where Carol, Carol Baskin killed her husband. Um, Whack him. She killed him, whacked him. Guys, it's a Saturday again, and what that means is that we are recording a podcast. Yay. And what that means for you is that it could be any day of the week. Guess what? It could be a Wednesday. If you ever listened to a podcast at Wednesday on a Wednesday, I have. You ever you ever checked out a podcast at two p.m. on a Tuesday afternoon? That's a lot of twos. Shit. You ever looked at a? Uh, you ever dialed in your ear holes to this podcast at four p.m. on a night on a, on the nineteenth? On the ninth day. <laughs> on the ninth day. Sometimes argued a, a Tuesday again. I already talked about Tuesdays. Probably shouldn't do it again. Oops. You guys ever done that? Go ahead and tweet us, in the, tweet us the deets if you've ever listened to this podcast let, on a let Tuesday. Us, let, us, let us know. This podcast is going up on a Saturday. As it does. But sometimes it goes down in the DM. I was trying does to make it? a song reference, but I couldn't remember the song that, oh, it was the club going up on Tuesday. On a Tuesday. You guys remember the that song? going up on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, McConan. What happened to McConan? Um, he lost a bunch of weight and everybody him. stopped respecting him. Oh, because he's like put out more music. I thought you meant because of the way people cares. are like, we only liked you when you were fat. No, he like really took the opportunity to better himself and like and utilize like, his that. newfound frame, fame <laughs> and people were like, we don't listen to your music anymore. Yeah, right. I'm sure he's still writing for somebody. Sure. I never liked that song. I don't know that a lot of people like that song, but it was one of those ones that you just kind of had. It was like an ugly dog. Like one is so <laughs> ugly that it's like almost redeeming in how ugly cute. it is. <laughs> It's like, I don't like it, but I, I do respect how Brutal. you can exist looking like that, you know? <laughs> you're an abomination, little dog, but you're a crime you, against nature, but here poor. you are. Here's the thing. There's so many of those songs that are just like um, bad. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. We'll not not bad as in like the quality is terrible or anything. Like sure. that one I don't think was like necessarily a great song, <laughs> but like... Uh, um, they just like they Aren't don't give people the right to. idea of what to do with their money, right? Um, and like you know, maybe people should be smart enough to choose what they do with their own money, right? But, you know, like uh, have you heard the song? It's like I knew my rent was gonna be late about a week ago. I worked my ass off and still can't pay it though, so I got just one. Uh, what is it? I, I knew my rent that. was gonna be late about a week ago. I worked my ass off. Oh yeah, paid, though. yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. So I got just one something to get up in this club. Yeah, um, but he like, just, instead not. of like paying the portion of his rent he has or like trying to do something to get the rest of the money, he just right. goes to the bar instead and spends it all and then misses rent. Well, and don't do that. Guys, Seems irresponsible. Where we advocate for paying your rent if you're able to. Fiscal responsibility. Guys, go ahead and also tweet us the deets about what you're gonna do with your Trump bucks. Zane, have you gotten your Trump bucks yet? No, sir. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's probably my fault. I probably oh. owe child support or something. <laughs> Boy, I sure hope not. Me too. <laughs> For like a variety of reasons. No, what's great is uh, uh, I haven't gotten that. Um, I think it's because my I got a paper check for taxes last oh, year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and so that was probably that issue. But yes. um. Right now, you know, they're suspending a bunch of stuff. I'm like, you know, some places are giving you a month off of rent and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, really encourage people to just pay it if you have it. Right. Because then they can't tell you you owe it later. Right. 
Um, but my student loans aren't charging me interest right now. Every, They're deferred for six months, baby. Yeah, Federal every, student loans. Every payment I make goes straight to principal. True. So fucking I'm like this close to using my bucks to to knock that down. Throw those bucks right back in the Fed's face and just be yeah. like, take my money. <laughs> Except it's just so unsatisfying. Boy, really it is. If you've had this experience, but like a while back, um, I was going to buy a car. Yeah. And it was like, I think the reason I was going to buy it is because it was the same as the one that I got rear ended in. Oh, right. I um, remember, and yeah. I really liked that car, but it got totaled. So I like keep that car it. too. Yeah. Um, and somebody, one popped up for a really good, a really good price. Yeah. And so I uh, didn't pull the trigger fast enough. I messaged a dude and it was already sold. Sure. So I took the whatever $900,000 or whatever it was that I was going <laughs> to spend on that, that car and okay. put it towards student loans. Oh. And it was the least satisfying thing I think I've ever done. Yeah. I'm drowning in student loans and I'm never going to get out from under them. So like, that's not. Yeah. I could pay as much money as I possibly could throw at it, and it wouldn't even make a dent. So, and it hurts. But this is, but this is a, po- a comedy podcast. We're not here to remind people <laughs> that they have crippling student loan. <laughs> not to, not the time. Not today, at least. Um, I got my Trump bucks, and I'm like excited about it because it's you know money, and that's yeah. a good thing. But I also like. You're right. There is some uh, like a compulsion to spend it, and in a sense, it's stimulus money. The the intended right, purpose to is go into the economy to like put it into the economy in some way. Right. Which is like. You, you, we've heard about the treat yourself mentality, right? One that I've lived, unfortunately, too many times, I think. But also, and, and everybody, like it's not just a, a me problem, but this is literally the federal government saying treat yourself. Right. Sometimes it's treat yourself to rent or food <laughs> that you need, but sometimes it's not that. It's treat um, yourself as you see fit. This is a good reminder for me right now. I was I was thinking like, okay, if if I had, right, let's say, a stimulus check show up what would be a thing that i don't necessarily need but would be practical sound and the foam. more we've talked about it is right sound foam from this apartment because it's so echoey <laughs> maybe a shield or something just i was to realizing the noise i was realizing uh yesterday because you mentioned um trying to record the other day right um it's not a huge deal. We're used to listening to your audio for a podcast. Right. It's not a huge deal if it's echoey for a song. Right. Because then you just put less reverb on it. Exactly. Because there's a beat reverb. behind it. Yeah. But like for just talking. <laughs> Which is a majority of what I do these days. Not that great. So maybe that's it. Guys, tweet us if you're going to spend your Trump bucks on something fun or not. Just tweet us and say, hey. Yeah. Just, just say what's you up. to tweet us. Yeah. Please. Please tweet hey, Shout out to a uh, longtime first time Katie Cabbage for uh, telling her friends about us. Yeah, I saw some uh, Twitter interactions. That's of people a, yeah, looking that's for a, new podcasts. A and, big power move. If you see somebody who's like, "Oh my gosh, do you guys know a new podcast you should check out?" Absolutely, shill for us. We'll throw you an on air on air mention. Yeah, I'm not above it. That's basically a sponsorship. We've had one sponsored episode, and it was fans <laughs> of the podcast, personal <laughs> friends of ours. Love it. Did you see how, dude? It. Although I will say this, like I'm not going to divulge what our rates are. They're pretty low. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the amount of shout out for the price that was paid, kind of unbelievable. I don't know that you're going to get a bargain that high anywhere else. Right. So we did like a whole episode centered around. <laughs> it was basically that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, um, well, going back to our theme song here today, um, Carol Baskin. Kilder has been whacked. whacked him. Um, Zane, I was mentioning to you that I had a few topics today, but one of them was Netflix shows that I've been watching. Okay, and we'll get to the we'll get to Tiger King here in a little bit. Okay, but I've been watching a bunch of Netflix As and Hulu and things like that, and I've liked a lot of shows. Like, yeah, the cool thing about streaming networks right now is that, like, for example, Hulu. Even on a base membership, I have the one that comes through my Spotify or whatever. Yeah, that's what I have, and they have like. HBO as an option on there now, but HBO right now is just streaming all their shows for free. So like oh, your really? boys about to watch Westworld for the first time. Oh, hell and yeah. like, um, I finished up Silicon Valley. Right. And like, that's a cool thing. That's not something I was going to pay 15 bucks a month for, but Eminem M- was giving Sirius XM radio for free. Until that's cool. June or something like that. 
Dang. See, so like, again, making the best out of bad times. But I was like, okay, I'm catching up on all these shows. One I've loved recently is Dave. It's Lil yeah. Dicky's show. I've heard nothing but good things about Absolutely it. Absolutely hilarious. It, dude, it's funny because it's like, we've done enough music stuff yeah. to where the nuance of it is funny. But yeah. also, it's just an objectively funny show. That being said, I won't recommend it if you don't like Lil Dicky's music. That's fair. Because it centers around that style of humor, too. And it's like, I'm trying to think. The, the best comparison I have is like a music version of Always Sunny, but not the horrible it's peopleness like, of it. It's like, like the a- blunders of it, though. And that same style of humor. I mean, it's an FX show, so it's yeah. the same network. But yeah. like, it also doesn't help that he's literally from Philadelphia. It's the corny version of Atlanta, and not corny yes. in like a bad way, right? But just it, corny it's as the in Dickie like it's that, of Atlanta. Yeah, it's that that style of humor. God, that show's so good too. Yeah, I just I just watched the first six or eight episodes of it yesterday. It's I forgot how much of that show I had already watched because I've seen right. none of the second season, but apparently I've seen most of the first season because I have yet to see an episode that I haven't seen. Yeah. Um. But I love Atlanta. Atlanta's Atlanta's really, really good, even if you don't yeah. necessarily understand the like. Well, and again, I think that's the nice part about those shows is it's like they're objectively good or funny <clears throat> or whatever they're going to be. But then there's more to it if that's uh, either a world or an industry that you're familiar with. Right, right. And so like just like the weird little shit that rappers do and like stuff like that, it's like strangely familiar with all of that. Right. Or like trying to produce beats. Nick and I were talking about that long time for a long time, long time of the fan of the show. I'm going to say it right. <laughs> one one of these days. Long, long time of the long. Yeah, Nick. You've heard of him. Oh, Long Johnson. Oh, Big Day Nick Jackson. That's the one. Oh, Long Johnson. Oh, Don Piano. You know what I mean? Like, you seen that video? The cat video? I don't think so. What? Oh, fuck. Yeah, that sounded way weirder out of context then, huh? Um, No, what I was going to say, there's a video of a cat and it's real mad. <laughs> and, and and he's going, oh, la, 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 and making all the crazy noises. But somebody subtitled it and it goes, oh, Long Johnson. Oh, Don Piano. And so to you, I now see where that may have come across. So, and I, what I was trying to say. So making beats. Yeah. He was making beats and he sent me this video of like uh, somebody who took, I think it was like an Ableton or a Pro Tools sort of like beat making software. Yeah. And somebody dubbed in. It was like those videos where they put or they pull all the music out and it's the music video, but they only put realistic sound effects in like what's happening in the background, you know, so you hear a lot of footsteps and things like that. But then you're looking like you're doing on the fly audio technical. What's going on? No, my uh, phone was wigging out. Oh, shit. It's fine. So it's like one of those videos where somebody dubs in the sound over it. And it was like trying to produce beats and you see them just turn a knob and it like turns the flange way up and it's like, wow, 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 wow. And, like, <laughs> like, and so he sent it to me and I was like, dude, I've tried to make beats for three days total ever. And each time I stopped was because I hit all the shit that happened in this video. So we're dying. And then he's like, yeah, I showed it to McKenna. She didn't think it was funny. And that's right. not to out McKenna. Like objectively, it's probably not that funny of a video right. unless you've done you that exact thing. That's the hard part about like niche memes. Right. Um, is that like you have to know certain people or like you can only laugh so hard around around people that won't necessarily understand them because then you're going to have to try to explain it. And then it's really just not funny anymore because you're like you're dying. And right. they're like, huh? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. No, I like I get why that could be funny, but which and that's the other thing, too. That's in no way a diss. If anything, it's just showing that we're fucking dweebs who are like. <laughs> Oh yeah, let me try this thing. Ha ha! Little uh, very narrow twelve people get this kind of joke, but maybe that's more of it. <laughs> I think that's probably more of it, but doesn't mean it's not funny to us. <laughs> so I've been watching a bunch of shows. Recent, I just finished one up uh, today. Love oh, yeah. is blind. Have you okay, seen that I've, one? I've I've also heard good things about that. It was okay. So I've heard that it's better than a lot of other dating shows definitely and you know me i watch a lot of dating shows i do (laughs) so madison and i big fans of dating shows so i've seen a few now obviously the main one's the bachelor 
and I think has and always will be the best. Taking a recent decline recently, but we'll see. Okay. I've heard this. We haven't seen the new episode yet of of Listen to Your Heart. Do you know anything about that? I have not heard anything about. Of that. Of course you haven't. So listen to your heart. <laughs> the premise is I think it's I think it's twelve men and eight women or something like that, and they're all musicians. And from okay. what the limited amount I've read about it, I'm just going to speculate at this point, having not okay. seen an episode. What's new? Is this on Netflix? No, this one's on. It's airing right now, weekly on, I believe, uh, ABC. So Hulu. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, on Hulu. Um, and so basically this show is about music. Like they have to pair up with another musician and it's like finding love is good but also making good music is good and then like the worst ones get voted off every week or some shit like this is the problem i need to look rocket if you lay on this mouse and keyboard i'm gonna love you to death you know but you got to get out of here sorry guys technical interruption my cat is attempting to lay on all sorts of things that involve the podcast stopping or not continuing so i'm gonna keep petting her while i'm telling you this story beautiful um so she doesn't step on my keyboard and wreck it um (laughs) Ow, now she's biting me. Kind of rude. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, that show's happening right now. There's all these new shows on, like, Netflix and stuff. One I watched recently was um, The Circle. That oh, show was wild. That They're trying to become influencers, right? Yeah, so basically the premise of that, I think we might have talked about this one, right? Where, like, they're all social media, or, like, the social media runs the house. And basically, yeah. like, they can't ever see each other in real life, but they can see each other over social media and, like, the pictures they put up. But some people are catfish, and some people are the real person, and some people are the real person, but they're, like, at you know, adding or taking away actual parts of themselves. So they're, like, catfishing, but not really. And right. then it's, like, a popularity contest of, like, who gave off the best or realist or whatever people want persona. Right. And so that show was wild. And it was trashy. Like, the first few episodes, it's, like, not... Like you yeah. know what you're getting into, but that one that one pushed me away right away with the, uh, um, the trailer. Like, yeah, that one was like, eh, I thought not. it was gonna be real dumb, but I was sick one day, and so I decided to watch it. And oops, I watched the whole season, and it was great. Um, I, go ahead. Thanks to uh, Cody Co. I now want to watch uh, the button, dude, on same. YouTube. That show is brutal. <laughs> That's such a wild idea. D- yeah. Also, Tell people the about that real quick, fucking, though, because so I don't know that I didn't button, know about it until yesterday. Yeah, me neither. The button is a new speed dating, and it's by the same the same YouTube channel that does like the truther shot, um, right. where they get like exes together or current couples together or like random people who are like my first time. You know, th- there's all that series of videos. Yeah. Um, but the channel that does like truther truther drink has been doing this button, and it's a speed dating show. And they have two people come in and sit down and it's just like a white air hockey looking table with a button in the middle right? that is lit up. So they sit down and, hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm so-and-so, very nice to meet you. And the whole thing is, is that the button is like gives them prompts. I'm pretty convinced it's somebody just behind the scenes um, with a microphone and a bunch of effects, like giving be, a yeah. shitty robot v- button voice <laughs> right. uh, because it's, they interject at the worst times. It's not like right. cued on the person's vocals. It's just like, oh, I'm about to fuck this this date up. Right. And so they're trying to have like a little mini speed date. And then all of a sudden at certain points, like every 30 seconds or every question or so, right. the button lights up red. And if you're not feeling the date, you can slap the button and it eliminates the other person. And they just have to and go, so, you get to stay on the date. And there's like, no there's no order to like, hey, we both sat down. She gets the chance to hit the button first. Then he gets a chance to hit the like, button it, or it anything. It's like red. if it goes red and you're not feeling it, you hit the button. But right. then the people just sit there and go, oh, man, I feel like an asshole. Yeah, because <laughs> like, you just eliminated a person <laughs> likely based on nothing. Like, dude, the funniest part of that show so far in the little clips that I saw on Cody Ko's channel yeah. was just the fact that, like, they'd be talking like this. They'd be like, oh, my gosh, hey, it's so great to meet you. Yeah, so my name's Brian. I'm a 28. I'm a computer. <laughs> and they just <laughs> next them. That was it, dude. Dude, it that's a- what it is. It's new next. And oh I was God. really disappointed that he didn't equate it to that. But that's exactly what next was is like. Hey, what's up? I'm Bryce. I'm 32 years old. I live with my mom because she's in a wheelchair. And then he hops off the bus (laughs) and she looks at him and goes, next. 
That was it. So you could just yell next. And it was always very sassy, too. They didn't even have to say anything. Nothing. You come dude. out. You make the wrong eye contact. You don't make eye contact, maybe. Next. Dude, and that show go was back stressful like, as hell. Shit, boys. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was like that era of like MTV VH1 shows was like on one hand a total fucking nightmare. And on the other, an absolute, like, clinical masterpiece of oh, yeah. just garbage television. Absolutely. Fucking like, uh, parental consent. I did, did never watch, watch that one? one, no. Oh, man. It was, like, younger kids. Okay. Like, high school, a little older, probably. Sure. I would hope um, a little older. I was about to say, like, our age, but but we're then. <laughs> like, <laughs> but we're closer to 30 than we are 20. Right. Yeah. Um, but, like, they'd go out on a date. And the parents would be like watching the whole time. Oh. They they have like cameras and stuff. And uh, then the parents would like grill the date and stuff. And uh, oh, then be like, the parents would have to either say yes or no oh, to them being able to de- date this person. Yeah, it was fucking. It was wild. Next, but, I think was the best of those. Oh, just yeah, as far as sure. the dating ones were concerned, like because there's other weird ones where like room raiders or whatever they would like run in and like rifle through all their shit and it was always like you could tell a producer had just planted something absolutely incriminating in there quick take this this black light in what's that on the ceiling this was like a crime scene like it would be mistrials left and right but like but like that's fine because it wasn't it was mtv and so he could do anything and so they're just like why are there 14 guns in your underwear drawer or like (laughs) Why are there three separate size thongs in this dude's bathroom? Like, what's happening? (laughs) But, like, that was wild. So I think it's toned down a bit. It is. Other than the fact, like, the button just interjects in in the middle. They'll be like, yeah, so what brought you out to to Seattle? How how are things out here for you? Ask him how many people he slept with. Yeah, it would always be like... So, uh, Janelle, let me uh, first start by saying I think you're beautiful. This is going wonderful. Brian has a, a egg leg, and it'd be like, huh? <laughs> like, oh shit, I didn't see that because he was, was sitting like, down. She was like, oh, so that's why you didn't wear shorts. It's seventy degrees in the studio, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, peg leggedness is a real problem, you know? He has to fucking live out of it. Shut up, people. With anyway, legs, so it just goes until like people like close a date. Right. They just, there's just a corral of people sitting in back in rooms. And then when somebody gets eliminated, the next person gets sent in. So maybe you're sitting back there for 20 minutes. Maybe you never make it out. And that's fine. So the show I was watching was the new one is Love is Blind. Okay. And basically the premise of this one is they, they have two weeks in this like area and they have the, like they, it's men and women living separately right and then there's a big wall in between them and there's these things called pods and it's kind of exactly what it sounds like like it's just a little like you know five by or like 10 by 10 room and you go in and one of the walls is attached to the other pod and so you can hear each other through that glass or you know through that wall but it's like you can't see through it so basically the premise was we're gonna have these people talk for eight, like eight hours a day yeah and go on dates constantly for like two weeks straight but they never get to see the person they're talking to you can just hear their voice right and so they can talk about whatever they want they can do whatever they want but the premise was fine if you get engaged out of this then you get to go on your little vacation for like a week down in mexico and then you have a month to plan your wedding and then you get married at the end of it and you see and i'm like oh man as someone who is getting married like a month Nightmare. to plan? Huh? Stress. That's what I'm I was just thinking is like that was the most stressful about, part to me. What about these like, people's families? Dude, literally my question too. So they all I think were from generally the same area. I think they were all from around Atlanta or like okay. lived in and around Atlanta. And so like the planning wasn't as difficult, but I'm like it's still a lot to do. Like <laughs> speaking of Atlanta, shout out to Tyler Perry. Dude, cuz he's just one of the coolest people. Anyway, is he really? Yeah. Like, I would hope that he is. He seems like a cool dude. I just know did absolutely zero about Tyler Perry. Just go look into Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry has made his own self-owned Hollywood in Atlanta. And then just, like, does good shit for people. Well, see, so that's great. Like, he paid for, like, what was it? 
some crazy amount of stores. Like every one of this branch of store in Atlanta and like two or three other cities. That's sweet. I like that a lot. Just like paid for people's groceries and and stuff like that. Well, shout out Tyler Perry then. Wasn't expecting to shout him out today, but yeah, here we well, are. You know, you never, never know seen, who's going to never get seen one out of on his podcast. movies. Neither right. have I. <laughs> Maybe that's why I think he's probably still a good dude. Probably. What if they're all horrible? They might be. They're anyway. horrible enough to make him a fucking billionaire. <laughs> right, exactly. So they're not that bad. Um, but like, so the show's wild and like certain people don't get engaged, obviously, but then out of the ones who do, certain people don't end up getting married, all this stuff. But I was just like, man, TV is so wild these days and like yeah. Netflix and stuff like that. Like who comes up with that idea? It's fascinating, but also yeah. like who's thinking... Yeah, that's an idea that I'd want to do and just make people get engaged and legally bind themselves to each other like after a month and also having only seen each other for like two weeks. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking pretty soon I might have to just get lost in Naked and Afraid. Really? Because um, that's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> Why ever. is it one of your favorite shows ever? Because um, it's I I always like take those shows as challenges like, like to see if you can do that. I could definitely do that. That's fair. And they're like, oh, 40 nights in the wilderness, naked and afraid. And you're like, yeah, all right. Or like, I love I love watching the intros and they're like, you can bring one item with you. And somebody will bring like a box of matches, which is pretty smart. Or right, like that's a good idea. A Zippo lighter. Sure. Good idea. Right. And somebody else will bring like fucking, I don't know, like a pair of slippers. <laughs> right. And you're like, you know, you're, you're an idiot. You're a liability. Right? Yeah, definitely. You're arguably worse to be here with. Like, I would rather just be here by myself. So that reminded me of our second topic, but we'll continue with this real quick. Zane, have you seen Tiger King? I have not watched it yet. Not for any good reason, but yeah. I was also in like the middle of a bunch of other shows. And like, right. That's the so that's the thing. Everybody thought we were going to dive deep into Tiger King today. Guess what? We're not because it's like a month late you guys have already heard all the hot takes on this we're not fast enough on this one and that's okay yeah normally we're the zeitgeist but now <laughs> now we're catching up we've to been it. geisted we've been geisted somebody geisted our zeit um and so <laughs> our website so and we do an eight um it is wild though how like having seen it yeah. it's crazy to me how one show in reality could have that many actively horrible people across the board. <laughs> yeah. Like every <clears throat> single person in that show is complicit in horrible accurate, like actively bad behavior. And right. some people are going to be like, but, but, but Carol Baskin, uh, wildlife sanctuary, probably bad person. Yeah. It's a, it seems like, but, it. but, but Joe, uh, definitely but, bad but, person. But, 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 but what about the staff who cared about the animals? Well, yeah, I mean, but also like still probably not good people. There's a few. There's a few yeah. good people. But really, by and large, the only show that I've seen with that actively horrible a main cast is always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Or and that show Bad. is fiction. Yeah, right. But even Breaking Bad had good intentions. Like, this is all just everybody's like, oh, great, you took me down. I'm going to take you down with evidence 10 times worse. Yeah. And it's not well, like they all don't have it on each other. And I'm like, oh, so it's all bad. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is like most shows I'm pretty good at avoiding until I see them. Right, me too. This one was like unavoidable, unavoidable. Like I I know when I watch the show it's all going to make a little bit more sense. Right. But I feel like I already have most of the information because I could not stay away from that show. Right. Everywhere. For me too, like the the big grand reveal of Carol Baskin allegedly killing her husband. It was like it wasn't that big like she might have. I don't know. But it wasn't like there was some big bombshell evidence. Like a show that w- I'm trying to remember. What was that show called about the dude who was uh, like arrested a few years ago? And then there was the whole big. Oh, to make a murder. Yeah. Uh, making a murder. murder. Yeah. Like that show Steven. had like somewhat compelling evidence on both sides and was like, hey. And again, I understand that it's presented through a documentary lens. So you're getting one side of it. Right. But like arguments that could have been made weren't. And that's interesting. Yeah. But. There's also like this show where it's just like, no, everyone's bad. And the yeah. part that everybody focused on of like the, th- the our theme song this week where it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's one of them. And I hope that that's not the case, but also like not the only problem here. Right. Right. So so out of all trash TV that I've been watching recently, realistically, Tiger King was not the one that I've been most like infatuated with. 
Yeah. It was interesting. But That's it was fair. interesting because everyone was watching it. Less because I was like, oh, yeah, this is a show I wanted to watch. Right. For whatever reason, maybe it's because I pick a lot of shitty shows or something where I've watched <laughs> like a documentary recently. I don't know right. if I have. Um, that popped up as like one of the recommended like immediately when it came out. And I was hmm. like, ooh, we should watch that. Looks real right. stupid. And then didn't. And now here we are two months later. And boy, could I have been early on that. You could have been the guy. You could have been like, yo, there's some crazy shit going on <clears throat> down south. But nobody, Speaking of down south, Zane, okay. I've seen a lot of maps recently that were like, hey, what would you guys do if the Hunger Games broke out and the right. districts were as follows? And let's be honest, District 10 was like all of the south and strictly from just a guns per capita standpoint like they're likely to win yeah but tyler they've already lost one yeah you're right boom got him <laughs> thank you i i threw it up and i was hoping you'd slam it back down so i was it was it made me curious and i was actually looking through old saved reddit questions that yeah. i had saved for the podcast and this is one that i don't know that we ever talked about yes and it's what would your hunger Games strategy be Okay. So let's assume I'm making this part up because that was the only part of the question. And I have a few responses that I think are funny or like, you know, interesting, at least that we'll talk about in a bit. But like, I'm curious, what would your Hunger Games strategy be? For those of you who need a refresher, Hunger Games based in a world not dissimilar to ours. I don't know if it's future or past or whatever. I would say it's a little more future. Right. But the idea of like, there's five different, or not five, there's. Isn't there 13 different states technically, but like 12, really? Something like that. So there's think, a bunch of different... Because one right. is like the... The 13th is like the, the hidden district. Well, the, the capital, yeah. The capital, I think yeah. there's 11 in the capital, and then there's <clears throat> the secret 13th district. Right. But, spoiler alert, a uh, <laughs> little late now. <laughs> that's, that's one of those, I've like, I've seen the movie. I don't know if I've ever seen the last movie, but I've seen the movies and like, Watch them the straight books? through, but I'll, I I know that's what I was gonna the say is I've never book. I've never yeah. read the books. The books so were it's like it's like I I know about it, but I don't feel like I know about it. Know about it, like right? Give, me, well, give me going on Harry Potter, right? Or <laughs> then you might find out how much like I know about then, it. Yeah. yeah. So, but the basic premise is is that you have like people who are picked between a certain age, like a draft, essentially, right? And there's two people, uh, a man and a woman, who are picked from each district. And they go in to this arena and it's held every year and it's like a gladiatorial style competition. Right. And they fight to the death and the winners get to move to the capital and live these, you know, lavish lives of luxury or whatever. And it's all great. But outside of the rest of the premise of the book, simply put, I'm curious what your hunger game strategy would be to survive. Generally, they, they all start off in the middle. Right. At the <clears throat> a lot of people die right away. And a bunch of people die right away because the cornucopia has a bunch of weapons and it has a bunch of food and supplies and ammo and all that stuff. But you got to run to the middle to get it. And so it's like dodgeball. Like if you're fast as shit and you can run in there and get something and go, you're fine. Right. So let's let's start there. 24 people pop up. You're one of them. Do you a run for the cornucopia and hoard and try and just mech people up right there? I tried to say fuck and or mess, and I couldn't decide on one, so I said mech. You should have just gone with muck. Do you try and murk people right there? <laughs> Do you try and put them in the dirt? Do you try and it's run and kind of like skirt the outside of the cornucopia and grab a few things and book it? Or do you just turn tail and say, I'm out, like, and we'll come back later, maybe? I think, I, I don't remember. Do you drop with a weapon? No. No, because you you come up through an elevator. Like we oh, played right, a lot of right, battle right. royales where a lot of similar kind of yeah, premises yeah. have evolved. But like, yeah, and you I come up out of an elevator those. by I yourself. Think I, I think I go hide. Honestly, you go hide. Yeah, you're quick. You I, look quick. Yeah, that never works out for me. Right. Maybe in real life, I'd be better at it. That's I'm just what, no, but that's what I'm asking. Video right. games like, right now. Um, maybe to utilize strengths, I'm. I'd probably have to run to the middle. You know. Okay. At least for a weapon or something. That's um, what I'm thinking, because you want <clears throat> something. Right. I don't know. I, I don't think you go for food and stuff. I know that sounds ridiculous, but like. You confident in your foraging skills? No. 
Okay. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. But I just feel like being able to defend yourself will go a lot farther than eating That's lunch. Fair. Well, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking here on Wikipedia just to give myself a refresher. You're right. It does take place in an unspecified future time in dystopian post-apocalyptic nation of Pan Am or Pan Am, located in North America. So the breakdowns are not unrealistic. Right. The country consists of a wealthy capital city located in the Rocky Mountains, probably like Denver, um, surrounded by 12, originally 13 poorer districts ruled by the capital. And so, like, each district has an area, and they fucking slammed, like, West Virginia because District 12 is Appalachia. West and Virginia. people regularly die of starvation there, apparently. Mountain mama. But, yeah, so it's 12 to 18-year-olds. So, again... This is theoretic. Let's say you get picked at the top end of that. You're 18. Mm-hmm. That would be stri- an advantage. technically an advantage. Like you fighting a 12 year old is not likely to be as big of an issue as you fighting another 18 year old. Now, would you rather fight 12 18 year olds or 18 12 year olds? No, no. Uh, <laughs> 18 12 year olds, I think. I don't know though. 12 year olds can be strong as shit. Have you seen like my sisters go to school right now? Yeah. And some of the kids that they go to school with are tall as shit. Yeah. They are so large. Big, I'm big like, individuals. stop it. Knock it off. <laughs> stop growing. <laughs> so, like, the thing is, though, you can also get, like, sponsorships during the game. Like, because mm-hmm. this, is, this is televised nationally. It's the big event. Yeah. And so, like, I think I, personally, at 18, would have ducked. I would have been like, see you later. I'm out because the idea of running in and trying to get even a weapon, unless mm-hmm. there was one directly near me, because you all start equidistant from it. Right. And so like, if you start on the backside of the cornucopia, which is literally shaped like the, what allegedly is on the fruit of the loom logo. <laughs> right. <laughs> For those who don't know what a cornucopia is. If you start on the backside of that, you're kind of fucked. You got to go. If yeah. you start facing directly in the middle of it, I think you're doing pretty well. Cause you get it to survey what's in there. Right. But then if you run in first and you got to fight your way back out. Now right. that's a lot better position to be in than trying to fight your way in. Right. Cuz you assume you don't the have person a inside has a weapon. Right. <clears throat> but I I think if I got to pick, if we're on a clock and the cornucopia is like the opening is pointing towards 12 noon, I want to yeah. be at like 3 or like 10. Right. Like well, maybe not 3, like 2 or 10. So right. I can get an angle at the front, see what's inside. Man. Right. See what's inside. But then be able to bounce and not have to go directly into the middle of it. Right. So then let's say you go out. You're running, you're hiding, you're doing whatever. What do you do next to survive? Do you go water? Do you go food? Do you climb a tree, build a shelter? What's your plan? Probably, probably try to find like a spot, you know, okay. like whether it's a cave or like probably a cave or something but you're or, posting up you're not you're not like roaming around i don't think so i think you at least have to have like a base spot and sure. then maybe maybe you try to keep that a secret and you roam during the day or something like that right. or at night um and like but I, I feel like having a spot to go back to and not having to like reestablish camp every night would would be beneficial although that would keep you tethered to like a fairly small area <laughs> But right. in theory, you have the advantage if they have to come to you. Right. So that's that's another thing we need to consider here, too. Like, I'm taking out the, the sh- like, in the first book, I think it's, they have, like, the shifting stadium. And so, like, the weather can change and all the shit and, like, the climate can change and things like that. And they let out, like, this gas that fucking kills you and stuff like that. Let's say right. the gas still exists, so it kind of pushes you all closer together. Because I think that's a standard thing, but it's not going to yeah. be like shifting. Like you're not going to be in a desert biome when you wake up all of a sudden, you know, like. Right. right. Let's, but let's say there's distinct biomes. You've got like a forest, a tundra, a desert, and like a sea or ocean based one. Right. Where do you go? Mm, probably forest. I would think forest too. But you also then think most people are going forest. Right. I would probably skirt like the edge of forest and aim towards tundra because yeah it's more wide open but if there's animals there it's a easier to see them all that stuff and like you can build your camp in the forest but if you're staying limited to an area then right. you have access to other places right i feel like 
I don't. I'm not crafty enough to build something that could float and just chill in the ocean. So that ain't gonna be <laughs> you it. Just for hang me. out out there. Just. Yeah, just fucking wait. Just like fine, come get me. Swim Stop. out. Stop assholes. Although in a sense, <laughs> like yeah, you it would be a timing thing. But like, if it's down to like two of you, and you had a thing that could just float. Would you just chill in the water and just be like, yeah, fucking swim out. See what happens. Yeah. Come get me. <clears throat> Look here, dick. I took Especially all the water. Had, yeah, if you had like a boat and like uh, a fucking bow and arrow and like a close range weapon, just chill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> try People swim. trying to climb yeah. up onto your yeah, raft. See, dude, see what yeah. you swim out here. You joking? Not happening. He swam halfway and got tired. Well, and so, okay, so then last question that I have for you is like, What's your what's your weapon of choice? What do you think you can fashion? Let's well so first let's see what what you think you could fashion, Dude. and then what you think you would prefer if you found one or were gifted one by a sponsor. If we found one, remember, I'm gonna go with when uh, we we did the machete versus the versus oh, the hammer, yeah, the, the framing hammer, right? I'm thinking if you can get your hands on either of those, right, <laughs> you're in a good spot. A nice machete. A nice machete, because then you could use it as a as a tool. Like you can cut down branches right. and stuff. You can do that. Um, I think if I had to make something, mm-hmm. you're going for probably some kind of spear. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, maybe a bow and arrow, but that seems more. I would fuck up a bow and arrow. Yeah, that would be that would be difficult, and so like a spear would be fairly easy. Right. Well, I guess in a sense too. Keep in mind, I'm forgetting this. You would get training before, like limited training, right? But some training of basic weapon comprehensiveness. Like you're not going to be, hey, figure out how to do this. So you have some training, but you can specialize. Like, do you think you'd specialize into weapons, foraging, athletics, neck breaking? (laughs) Okay, yeah, (laughs) cool. That seems like a pretty good specialty. Definitely close range, right? Because I'm just, sneaky, man. I'm sneaky. You're just gonna specialize in magrubering, just good throat <laughs> rips. Throat rips. I'm going for the turkey. Do you want this one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gosh. I think I go. I think I get a base level of proficiency in a bow and arrow, and then a close range. Yeah. And then I think I move my time over to shelter building and like basic foraging. Right. You gotta, you gotta like, like establish yourself quickly. Right. I want to be jack of all trades, master of none. You know, like, right. I don't want to be the guy who... You're the Swiss like, army knife. Exactly. <laughs> Just an absolute <laughs> lethal weapon out there. The other thing, too, is I think I would play the strategy like a lot of this. Or, like, I would play this a lot like I would play, like, an actual Battle Royale game right now. Yeah. Like, friends of mine who are real good go out on the attack. And they just go mess people up, and that's fine. That works for them. I'm a liability when we do that because I don't know my angles, and I just absolutely am unaware of what's happening and not fast enough to react. Yep. And so I would would be the guy who hides in the corner in the closet of a house somewhere and just fucking waits for 20 minutes. And then be surprised when somebody comes in. And then when someone comes in and just blasts me in the face. Yeah. Right. I just spent 20 minutes sitting in a closet, you know? You're like, well, I did live longer, so. Right, exactly. I finished top six or whatever (laughs) because no one could find me. What did we finish? I think Muz Brandon and I went top three. That's good. In Warzone? Maybe top five. Yeah. Nice. In Warzone. The closest we've gotten is is three. And it was shenanigans because it was the three of us and then one dude team wiped our entire team and it was ass. Yeah, that's always rough. And like they run in and like blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I didn't even damage your shield. Yeah. How is this possible? Yeah. Um, I also have some strategies from other people here. Okay. <laughs> I like this. To- the top one was uh, hide, then most likely die horribly. That's the strategy I think I just <laughs> described. Um, let's see. What else? Somebody goes, why doesn't anybody get a shield? There was a reason ancient armies had shields. Get a sturdy piece of wood as a shield. If you manage to get a sword or a spear, even better. Sure, you're fucked if you're attacked by three or more people, but in that case, you'd be fucked anyway. Great point. Build some traps, maybe. Lure them to the traps. Throw some boulders at them from a high point. All right, guy who's probably never thrown a boulder. Right. Listen, buddy, I've thrown my fair share of boulders off a bridge. Yeah. Allegedly. And also... (laughs) A bridge like on the Hiawatha Trail or similar trail, if we're not naming names. Yeah. Not yeah, like they, maybe they make cool noises or maybe it bounces something. off rocks thousands of feet below in the canyon and it goes. <laughs> um, somebody says ambush them at the water source, light a big fire to draw them, then ambush them when they come for the person who started the fire. If you see a big giant fire like a blaze, I would not get the fuck out of to there. go towards that. Yeah. No. 
Set the whole forest on fire if needed. Please. All right. <laughs> if you're in a cave, you should be fine. So Zane, this guy likes your strategy. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Somebody if you goes, get a, a, a shield and a cave. Then you're chilling, dude. Yeah. Somebody goes, hide and eat as much as I can. Then every day I take a giant dump at as many water sources as I can find. Wait until E. coli takes a hold of my opponents and finish them while they're weak. I call this strategy pooping in the well. <laughs> you know, I can't really argue with that logic. Maybe it takes like, a honestly, little longer than you'd like. You'd have to survive for a long time, but. Right. Not that bad. Somebody goes, form packs with as many people as possible. When the game starts, kill the ones who didn't form the pact. Oh god! Wait, hold on. No, nope. That one got weird. <laughs> Turned very <laughs> sexual very quickly. Walk around singing a song in capital. Or yeah, wait, what? Oh wait, that's really funny. <laughs> so the the series of three made me laugh. Walk around singing a song that Capital TV Company doesn't have rights to, so they can't show you on camera. They'd want you to die off screen, prob- presumably. So maybe you'd be safe, or they wouldn't want that. <laughs> Somebody goes totalitarian government I'm pretty sure the capital owns rights to whatever song they want And he goes yeah in a society where groups of kids Are forced to kill each other copyright probably Isn't an issue <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude Zane you'll like this one Someone goes I would drop my mixtape Resulting in a gigantic forest fire <laughs> Knowing that I am immune to the sound of my fire I would be the only one left as the rest have become Steak dinners <laughs> <laughs> So my oh, last so one here is uh, I got the perfect strategy. You just need someone to bring something. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I get it. I you just it. need somebody to bring something. You, know? I, you just need somebody to bring something, Doc. You just need <clears throat> someone to bring something like a pearl necklace as your one item. Then as soon as the countdown starts, tear the necklace apart. You'll then start throwing the items, pearls in this case, at the other player's feet. The mines will trigger and the other people will die. Easiest way by far to win. Because that was the preventative measure. You rise up through the elevators and there's shit like mines that are just active if you try and duck out early. And you just oh, blow up and okay. die. And so you just start chucking that shit at somebody yeah. else to try and blow a bunch of people up. I feel like you need something heavier than pearls, but I can respect the, the idea. I would think so. Somebody goes, form an alliance, betray everyone in my alliance. <laughs> that, I mean, like, really? Dude, this is... Oh, wait. I was like, this is wild. This is a big, long one. But there's a lot of ideas. So text, text us or tweet us or get a hold of us, whatever. What's your Hunger Game strategy? With your Hunger Game strategy. Oh, man. It's supposed to rain today. Get the fuck out of here. Is it really? That's annoying. Yeah. A lot. Like, nonstop from, like, Ew. three p.m. to 3 a.m. Supposed to shoot a music video. Wait, I, I thought that was the last <coughs> one. This is the last one. I use my bacon and egg cooking skills to disguise myself as a bacon and egg colored rock. With all the bullshit going on, no one is going to stop and say, hey, that's a really cool bacon and egg colored rock. This killing is making me famished. I better take a fucking bite. <laughs> like, uh, what? That's wild. Huh? Well, that's all I had to talk about today, Zane. What do you got? You know what I was thinking about the other day? Go ahead. It'd be really funny to change your, your name to a music chord and not like, my name is G minor. <laughs> that's like, what I was going to say. My like, name is... Yeah, my name is... <laughs> <laughs> so like anytime D. anybody wants to say your name, it'd be like, oh yeah, hey. I was talking to... <laughs> the other day. <laughs> How would you spell that, you think? I don't know. You you wouldn't. You can't write it down. <laughs> Could you have a driver's license at that point? Probably. Maybe you get like a birth uh, like a singing birthday card. As <laughs> your driver's, it just has one of the little buttons on the you side. You just tape a build a bear box to the back of your license plate, and you're like, "Yes, officer, my name is." What's your uh, What's your name, sir? My name um, is. Uh, if you push the little button next to my just... next to my face, my face there. Dude, here's the thing is I had a dream about that the other day. Did you really? I was in a big group of people and I said that and then I woke myself up laughing. <laughs> yeah, because that's a fucking hilarious idea. <laughs> Dude, I'm happy for you that you woke yourself up from a dream laughing. That's right? amazing. Well, because what was I watching or maybe I read it. Maybe it was a shower, shower thought I read recently. Yeah. That's like if you tell a joke in a dream, you made that joke up. That's a good point. So like. I woke up and I was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Dude, that is, that's pretty funny though. Like, I like that a lot. Either change my name to a music, to music or uh fucking Crab Rangoon is still my. 
Crab Rangoon. Dude, I've been I think that would be up, the funniest thing to change your name to legally. I've been coming up with funny um, create a character names. Good. And the, I, we've talked about a few of them like in the past, like Devarius Beans and Garbage More Legs and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Which are both pretty good names. If we're just being honest with ourselves. Garbage More Legs, I think I like up the most. But I was looking at like childish, funny, like pun names. And the fucking yeah. funniest one is Drew Peacock. <laughs> I have a 2K character named Drew Peacock right now. Oh, no. Which is very funny. That is very good. And it's because it's subtle enough. It's not like Hugh Janus or anything like that. You know, it's not like that obvious. <laughs> right. But it is funny. Yes. And so everybody gave me a bunch of shit one time because we were playing Rocket League. And some guy had one of those style of names. And I like said it and was kind of like, oh, because I, I don't remember what it was. And I haven't lived it down since. Right. And so last night we were, playing, we were playing Jackbox and you all put in your little name or whatever. And so I put Drew Peacock and people were like, oh, ha ha, Drew Peacock. <laughs> it's like, boom, gotcha, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> also, um, I like. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, please. That's all you. My my Russian character, Ivanano Vodlaviz. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a pretty good one. I like that a lot. I was so concerned that you had been hacked when someone named Ivanano Vodlaviz messaged me on Twitter and was like sending me funny memes and I was like I mean at least they're funny you know like I'll respond that's fine man this guy cued right in on my sense of humor yeah this person seems a lot like Zane but here we are like um we were also playing a game last night I think it's called like um it's like keep talking and we don't explode or something like that yeah and basically the premise is one person it's, it's like a VR game so the person in VR has uh like a briefcase in front of him that's like a bomb okay and the bomb has a bunch of like symbols on it or little puzzles or whatever all this stuff and then you play with your friends and your friends have a manual so we can't see what's going on like we don't see what the briefcase looks like but the person who is holding it tells us what all the puzzles are and gives us clues about it and all that stuff and we have to look through this like 50 page manual to figure out how to defuse the bomb oh shit and so we were playing last night, and my buddy Nathan goes, all right, guys, just go to, um, uh, what did he say? Something like bombdefusal.com or something like that, or like <laughs> d- defusethatbomb.com. And I was like, Nathan, I can't go to that website. <laughs> like, <laughs> I work for an organization that would not be super pumped with me looking up bomb defusals. <laughs> and so anyway, we're like playing all this stuff, and he, we get a text probably an hour ago that just says hey guys i'm bored anybody want to defuse bombs and i was like our group chat is on a bunch of lists all of a sudden so many <clears throat> and like in a sense better to argue for defusing bombs than blowing them up right but right. also still may as well just avoid the whole Vigilante bomb conversation style. right <laughs> hey boys get together and go defuse bombs <laughs> so got the bombs blowing up on a <laughs> on saturday a <laughs> Uh, well, that's what I got. We can go tweet of the week if you want. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. Let, me Let me see, see. if I... Dude, a few weeks ago, we got... Or I tweeted out on our on our uh, Ding Dong podcast. Oh, yeah. We had Twitter. a poll. What? Yeah. Our, our poll that was basically like, oh, data sharing? Yeah, go ahead. Share all our data. We don't care. Um, Let's see. I tweeted out, legit question. Does your state or area have gas stations with casinos attached? And out of the six votes we got, which is honestly pretty good for one of our polls, right? 83% of you said, of course, with only one hell no, which is wild to me. Yeah. Similar. I, we I, couldn't, I also really realized like... after that episode, they changed the thing on Facebook that we can't post polls on our page anymore. So I really? had to just post. Yeah, it sucks. So I had to just post a... Um, like a, a picture and then people commented under it, but I appreciate everybody who responded too because we got a decent response rate to it. Right. So some of the people said, uh, McKenna said, absolutely. California absolutely does not long time, long time. Anna said no in Utah. Right. Which makes sense. Long time, long time. Courtney says, uh, Montana does be already knew that. And so I was like, Oh, well maybe in Washington. And so she looked up a, a website that says only eight states have legalized video gambling outside of casinos. Oregon, South Dakota, West Virginia, Louisiana, Montana, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Nevada. So unless you live in one of those states, 
you don't have casino gas stations. Right. Which, like, probably good, because the second I said casino gas stations, I was like, that's the trashiest shit ever. Right. But, like, it was, it, it was such a non-issue growing up. I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. That's fine. Yeah, you go to, like, the gas station, and then there's people just sitting in there playing Kino or whatever. Right. Like, it's not, it wasn't a, a deal. And then I come it's kinda here. It's kind of everywhere. Honestly. And it's like, oh, why aren't it. there any... I have dude that I've seen like casino advertisements yeah. and I've seen a lot of like there's a few casinos in the area but it's not they're not oh, in I the mean, city or I mean like, like here like oh, right. you go into Reds and there are people <clears throat> in there playing Kino right or like Stocks has Kino machines yeah like well and then but then there's also like other I would be curious to see if you know any weird like local laws i would be interested in seeing that because like the fact that you don't fill up your own gas tank in oregon has been weird to me forever and i didn't believe that that was a thing until we got into oregon and people filled up our gas for us i'm like yeah they're like hey no don't get out of the car which isn't happening right now during during the pandemic and i know uh some people that live over there and they're like it is blowing me away to see how many people don't know how to work a gas pump like that's the thing though. Like every okay, gonna get a little bigger scale here. Everyone yeah. has this idea of how the world just works, and it's only based on their own experiences, right? Right. And so, like to us, it's fucking nuts that no one would know how to use a gas, like a gas pump over there. Right. Like, why would I've known how to do that since I was like ten years old? Yeah. Like, why would you not know how to do that? Especially if you own and drive a vehicle. Right. But. To people who live in Oregon, it's probably and have just lived there. It's probably just as crazy that they're like, "Why the fuck would you have a casino in your gas station? What's right. wrong with you? Like, why would you ever do that? Like, are you functioning members of society? Like, just because it's there doesn't mean I use it. Well, right, I know, but like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, so, so it's so interesting that like what's very normal to you and I having a right. generally like. <laughs> You know, growing up in the same area, we're yeah. like, oh yeah, these things regionally make sense. And then it's like, wait, what the fuck? That person's filling up my gas, and I have to pay extra for them to do that. I'll just do it. And they're like, no, that's not how it works. And it's like, yeah, but it is right. <laughs> the the one time we had to deal with that in Oregon, I was like, um, one time is fine, but the rest of the time, like, I just want to fill my own gas up. Like, so I I just find self service because. It's not they don't exist. They're right, just like you're not, you're not, not prohibited around. from it, but it's just kind of like <laughs> a good chunk of it is like, hey, here's your service attendant. But it like and re- also weirds me out. Right, like historically, I think that probably is the right is like the the standard of having like a service technician at it the service center. Oh yeah, they right, your, and then it's wash like, your windshield for you or like right, you know. and it's not bad. It's just different, and so it's like, huh, that's a strange thing. Right. I guess let's move to tweet of the week then. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to go with the Facebook post of the week because do I don't it. have any tweets that aren't like relatively charged. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Most of mine are about fantasy football right now, which people are not that's that interested good. in. NFL draft next week, though. Sorry, guys. You're going to hear all about it because um, it's the only sports in. Well, a WNBA draft last night. Sabrina Ionescu went to New York and obviously yeah. because like far and away the clear first pick. Right. I thought that was pretty cool. They had the three girls who died in the Kobe crash were honored as honorary draft picks too. I thought yep. that was very special. Yes. Very, um, the very WNBA cool. did a fucking really cool thing as far as sending out like a gift box to everybody who was getting drafted. Um, and every in every package they had like a draft kit which was like clothes and stuff like that and then a personalized message on like Snapchat. You could scan a little code. And it would it was the commissioner of the WNBA reading them a personalized message from them being like, hey, we're so proud of you. It's so cool. Because, again, for a lot of these people, like their life dream is to go walk up on that stage and hug the commissioner and like be there on draft day. And for a ton of people, that is now not happening. And so what a cool way to make it as close as possible in a world where it's not right. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was super cool how many uh, NBA players were like reaching out and saying like "Welcome to the city!" Like, so glad oh, to yeah. have you here. Can't wait to. Like, I mean, they're freak share athletes. a fan base like, with you guys. Like, like the WNBA or not, like they are objectively oh, incredible yeah. athletes. They're really like, good. So let's see. Um, I have one. It's short. It's from Meg Turney, and she says, "I miss Target." <laughs> yeah, don't we all? Let's um, see. this one. I'm going to leave the name off of this. One. Okay, probably. Because I know this person personally. Okay. Um, 
It sure is interesting how flour has been sold out of every store for three weeks, considering how many people are gluten intolerant. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Good point. Um, We'll end it on this one. Johnny Sun says, does anyone else carefully choose the last bite of food you eat at the end of the meal so that your mouth can remember it? And that shit rings like a big old bell in my head. Of course I do. Like, if you don't pick the last bite and, like, pick it accurately, what are you doing? Do you eat in circles? Like, if you get, like, sandwiches and stuff? Mm-hmm. Are you one of those people? Eat in circles? Like, spin it around? No, I'm not a monster. Yeah. What? Yeah. What the fuck? You ever eat, no. You ever watch Rose eat a piece of pizza? <clears throat> no. Are you, we're not about to. <laughs> no. She turns it around? Like, yeah. hand on not the crust? She just, like, eats it from different directions to leave the best bite for last. I mean, I'm definitely all about a strategic bite, but I'm not spinning something yeah. while I'm eating it, you know? Yeah. And she's not, she's like not the only person. Although maybe certain things that. like there's there's like certain waffles that I know that if I cut like if there's let's say if I cut the top two lines each direction, it leaves me with a perfect three by three square that is yeah. covered in butter See, and syrup. That makes sense. That. Like, right. That, I, th- I think waffles are designed for that. But that's bite planning. That's yeah. not like. Yeah. Or like people that'll eat like this side of the burger and they'll eat like. All no, just around. eat it so straight through, like, just left to right. Right, just... <laughs> and then go for the fries, and then go for the milkshake. <laughs> yeah, right, Zane's just giving you strategy at this point. Fuck, now I want McDonald's again. Dude. Where's my also, 35 at? <laughs> last update on that, I, yeah, I went, because I was curious a few days ago, and ordered um a double, uh what was it, double quarter pounder, 20 nuggets, and a large drink. Yeah. I think I went with Diet Coke. I, I was full it yeah. was oh and i had fries too how so long did you, it was how like, long did you spend on this did you just 10 eat 15, it like you normally would right probably 15 20 minutes oh, yeah. yeah see now quadruple that yeah see that would be t- the end would be very difficult yeah the 90 and, minute aspect of it i think if you maybe if you could power through the drinks fast enough that you like started having to pee right that that might keep you like feeling less full but I think when you have really, to drink them all at the same time, people, including myself, got ahead of themselves on that, though, because I saw it and I was like, the single quarter pounder is like fine. Yeah, there's something. It's so thick. The double quarter pounder. There's just a lot of heft to it. What did I what did I read? Did you see the thing that uh, the quarter pounder? They tried to introduce a third pound burger. What? But the quarter pounder is still way more popular because oh, yeah. people thought a quarter pound burger was, was more more than a third than pound. a third pound burger. Yeah. So. All right. Well, on that oh, sad and horrible <laughs> news, we're gonna let you guys go. Thanks again for listening this week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.